Never mind. Uh, so anyhow, today is Thanksgiving. No, it isn't Thanksgiving, but it's going to be about giving thanks. Um, there were these um, two old friends, uh, two friends, two old friends that actually accidentally bumped into one another. And uh, one was depressed. He was on the verge of tears. I mean, he was down and out. And his friend asked him, well, what's, what's wrong? What's going on in your life? And he said, well, you know, three weeks ago, my uncle died. And he left me $40,000. Oh, okay, seems pretty good. He still didn't cheer up at all. Uh, well, that's a lot of money, his friend said. Well, second, two weeks ago, a cousin of mine died that I didn't even know. They left me $85,000. Ooh, you know, and a friend is saying, this doesn't cheer you up. And he's, nah, he said, then, he says, you don't understand. Last week, my aunt passed away, and she left me a quarter million dollars. And the friend says, why are you so depressed? He goes, this week, I didn't get anything. <laughs> so being thankful for what you got... <laughs> Being able to look at what you have and be thankful and grateful. And, um, you know, being thankful, sometimes we, we, we sometimes think of that as, I've got something really good, and I'm grateful for it. But see, whenever the Scripture tells us that we are to be grateful and thankful, it is telling us that we are expressing thanks to God that He has things under control. And even though this may not be what we want, it isn't at all what we would like, being thankful to God is thanking Him that He has something else, a way out of this. We have hope beyond what is in the present. So, you see, thankful people tend to be, um, <laughs> thankful people tend to be uh, happier people. <laughs> thankful people um, generally have a different outlook on life because we're seeing things from a perspective that God, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. That's a, that's a biblical text. <laughs> and so whenever we're looking at it and at, and at face value, we would say, that's not good. But we're looking at it from a perspective of faith and knowing that God will never leave us nor forsake us and that no matter what happens in life, nothing can separate us from God. So from the premise of our security in our relationship with Jesus Christ, it's in that premise, it's on that foundation that we express our thanksgiving. And in, and in the process, we are then going through the circumstances and thanking God for this and looking and making it a prayer. If it's not, um, if it's not something we like, we can make it a prayer and ask God to, to intercede. Um, one of the things I, I often think about is that whenever we are thinking, our mind never shuts down. Uh, just wondering, some people say, what, what's he talking about? <laughs> our mind never shuts down. Some are more active than others, dear. <laughs> you know, I, I, I've never only been around, been around our kids and maybe my family, you know. First thing in the morning, she wakes up. Boom! It's full steam ahead. I said, Rhonda, I haven't even woke up yet. You know, you're planning the day. What, I, you know, what do I need to do first? You know, she's, already, she's way beyond that. 
You know, so you, you just wake up and you're full-blown, you know, don't it, doesn't it ever shut down? <laughs> no. Well, we're always thinking something. Sometimes it's a little slower than others. Uh, but when we're thinking and then things that we're thinking about, can, we can turn those into prayers. We can turn those into, well, I have, I have this to do, I have that to do, I have to do this. God, I pray that you would help me in my doing of this or that. Help me to be better at what I'm doing. Help me to uh, excel at what's going on. Help me to have wisdom and understanding in what's happening. Um, something's going, going to the doctor. Don't worry about it. Pray, God, breathe with the doctor. Help them. So we're always looking at it as a sense of praying and asking God to be with us. And we find that, and I was looking up these words. Of course, I love to look up words. Um, now, I'm going to do something. I, we did this a couple of weeks ago, and I've been thinking about it ever since. Um, four things we have to have in, in, in place in our life. And remember them, origin. Origin is creation. How did we get, you know, how did this place get here? Uh, meaning, why am I here? Morality, how should I live? And destiny, what's going to happen to me when I die? Now, those four things, if you have them in place in your life, that, if, you see, if God did not create this place, you know, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, well, then how can we have a destiny that says, uh, when it's all over, God creates a new heaven and a new earth where we will spend an eternity with him? So if we don't have the first creation, how can we believe in the second that's at the end of life and the rewards? And if God is not with us to give us meaning, why am I here? My purpose in life is about doing and living for God and allowing the foundational principles of the Scripture to be my security. So why I'm here is to serve God, serve others, to do my part in, in doing the work of God with the family and the neighborhood and the people and all the things that we are with. And morality, how should I live? So we have a whole perspective then about life, morals, perspective, don't steal, don't kill, don't cheat, you know. Always my joke was, I tell you it's a joke ahead of time so you'll laugh. <laughs> I don't smoke, I don't chew, and I don't date women who do. Keep that in mind. <laughs> I don't, that's a joke. Okay, that's a long time ago I, I, I said that. But, so Thanksgiving... Um, the simple explanation of it is giving thanks. And, and I, I, in, the, in the Hebrew and in the Psalms and things that, we, that we'll, we'll be reading here, one of the Psalms that we'll be reading, um, the expression is, ho is holiday of gratitude. So Thanksgiving is a holiday of gratitude. Now, what does that have to do with origin, meaning, morality, and destiny? That acknowledgement means that someone is in charge of this place and it's not me. <laughs> Origin. God is in charge. This, this vessel that I'm living in, I've given God permission to live his life, God's life through me. He's removed the barriers that have held me captive, my sins, my failures, the difficulties. He, he has removed those as in we for, ask for forgiveness and guidance. And one of the things is that, I, I read this, heard this a while ago, it said that people who are believers, that believe in Jesus Christ in the scriptures, 
they are smarter the longer they live. The reason for that is, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all people liberally, liberal, you know, liberal, <laughs> liberally, and does not hold it anything back. So whenever we are thinking about our life and about what we're doing, we are, there's an understanding that comes from the scriptures. There's an understanding that comes from the Holy Spirit. There's an understanding that helps us deal with life. And reading the Psalms and the Proverbs, we find out life is not always good. Some bad things really take place in life, and unwanted things take place in life. And how we deal with those things is what makes us and what develops our character and our strength. Because we see that God has a purpose. Um, we did Psalm 83 last week, two weeks ago, I don't remember. And how that, what's going on in the Middle East with Israel and uh, Hamas and uh, Hezbollah and those things. Psalm 83 is a prophetic message that was written 3,000 years ago, and it pertains exactly to what's going on in the Middle East. And it's, it's there, and it's, we read it and we went over it. But how that God, 3,000 years ago, knows what's going on. He writes about it. He has foreknowledge. He has all knowledge. So, you know, the Bible also promises that God will work all things together for good to those who love him and are called, called that we respond to allow asking God to forgive us that God has called us you did not choose me I chose you God has called us to live a life that is focused on him and so as we're as we're looking through all of this we're making choices is it my choice is it God's choice is it is it for my own gain? Is it somebody else's telling me to do this? Is, you know, is, is evil trying to tell me to do this? You can always tell when evil's trying to tell you to do something. It's bitter, it's angry, it's resentment. <laughs> it, it's hurtful. It causes us to, oh, be angry, <laughs> uh, frustrated. Um, it's like, why isn't this ever going to turn around? When, it, when is God going to do what he's supposed to do, you know? I always, always uh, laugh when people who don't have time, you know, never, you know, they don't, why did God do this? It's like, well, did you ever ask God before this occasion in your life? Well, I never needed to, never had a problem. <laughs> so, you know, it's like we're, we want God to come in and solve the problem that we've never asked him about, never had a relationship with him, didn't have time for, for God, and then when there's a difficulty, we're blaming God for all the things that go wrong. Now, it's, it's easy for us to blame. It's easy for us to be critical. One of the things that uh, my favorite uh, criticism, you know, at, at Laurel View, and we, I, we, I, I love living there, um, but, you know, it's a, a basically a closed community of older individuals, and uh, they have a meeting once a month where you get to vocalize and say some of the things that you dislike. And um, I, you know when things are really, really good, when the first complaint is, there's too much sugar on the sugar cookies. <laughs> okay? Things are really good <laughs> whenever there's too much sugar on the sugar cookies. You know? And to think that someone would have enough nerve to even say that is, you know, but... 
but, you know, in every group, in every organization, and whatever, there's, there's always things going on that uh, cause us to question and cause us to, to wonder uh, about what's happening. But anyhow, as I was looking up the Hebrew and things for praise and for thanksgiving and, you know, all those things, one, the Hebrew word for thanks is um, tudah, T-O-D-A-H, tudah, which means to acknowledge. So whenever we're thinking of thanksgiving and whenever we're looking at what praise and things are, first of all, it starts off with acknowledging. So when we're saying, I want to praise God, I want to thank God, what we're doing is acknowledging God. Now, if we don't know the character of God, if we don't have an understanding of what the, the purpose of God is, we, you know, it's like, we, why should I acknowledge him? You see, God, his desire is to have a relationship with us. And God has done everything to remove every obstacle that's in our way. He'll forgive us of our sins. He'll, you know, where there is no way, God will make a way. That God, so difficulties are not God throwing up roadblocks. Difficulties are God opening doors for us to see you can't do this on your own. <laughs> and so the first thing we do in giving thanks is to acknowledge. So when you're sitting around the table or talking with someone uh, over Thanksgiving, don't forget to acknowledge First thing in thanksgiving is, in this holiday of gratitude, is to acknowledge. And then the second Hebrew word for praise. So all expressions of praise, which is thankfulness, gratefulness to God, um, are expression. they have to have faith as a basis. Faith is a, the, the substance. Now, sometimes, there again, that's one of those... Um, Questions we say, well, faith is this mystical thing that you can't, you know, it's like a cloud. You can see it, but you can't, you can't, you can't get a hold of it. But faith is the substance of things hoped for. So faith is, is an understanding of, of God, an understanding of Jesus Christ and his teachings, and an understanding of the scriptures. That becomes the substance of what we believe. The substance of what we believe is what we find in the scriptures. And that substance is what helps us have faith and can help us grow in our understanding of acknowledgement and of praising and of giving to God glory for who he is. You see, God doesn't have to love us. God doesn't need us. Okay? He loves us because he loves us. just the way it is. He loves us because he loves us. And, um, and that's just the character of God. And so we, we go on. When the Jews heard the words of praise, they understood a lot more than we do today because they understood the meaning of praise as hands of God. Yada. Praise. Hands of God. So we are acknowledging God and his hand upon our life when we offer praise. Thanking him, acknowledging him. And the third one um, is that 
we raise our hands in praise and thanksgiving. To praise God for being thankful, there is a, a word that's, that means raba, and it, it, it is a, the word, it literally means a lot, a lot. So whenever we are bringing ourselves to this praising of God, we are to do it a lot. It's like saying thank you very much. So in that, in that pr- brief understanding of the Hebrew text, these words that talk about praise and, and thanksgiving, it is to acknowledge, it is to recognize the hand of God upon our life, and we are to be thankful, as very, we are to be very much thankful. <laughs> Thank you very much. So we, we look at that, and so that's to be the foundation of our praise and thanksgiving. Thanksgiving unto God. In everything give thanks. So what we're doing is, people look at the situation and say, I am not thankful for that. But in everything give thanks, I acknowledge God. I am acknowledging God in my life and in the situation that I can't see. I have faith to believe that God is going to turn this around and I uh, thank God very much for his presence and his power to heal, restore, or take me through this difficulty. That's thanksgiving. That is a... That is the fundamental problem, the fundamental process in the Psalms and in the Scripture where we find this acknowledgement, this praise, this adoration of God. And so raising our hands, hands to God, it is a symbol of praise, acknowledgement, adoration, and we are supposed to do it. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for what you've done. Now... For us, we're more familiar with the, the pilgrims and the Puritans and coming from England in the 1620s and 30s and um, having their day of fastings and their day of feastings. I don't remember them celebrating fasting, but we do celebrate feasting. So, Psalm 100. This is one of those psalms that, that exemplify those words that we just spoke about in the Hebrew. Uh, shout with joy. So, yada, praise Uh, acknowledge God. Shout with joy to the Lord. (laughs) So it's an acknowledgement. It covers those those words that we just spoke about, that we are to acknowledge and to um, praise the Lord. And who's supposed to do that? All the earth. (laughs) Everyone on the earth, it it is God's desire that his whole creation worship him. So, and then it says, worship the Lord with gladness. Worship is an expression of faith that says, I love God, and God loves me, and God has a plan for me. It's an expression of faith. Why do we have faith? Jesus said, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you can move, this this mountain can be moved. You can say to this mountain, be moved, and it will. So a grain of mustard seed, a mustard seed grain is about the size of a pin, pinpoint, the tip of a pen, not an ink pen, a straight pen. And so having that much faith, quantity is not the question. You know, the quantity, do you have enough faith to move mountains? I don't know, I don't know. 
Quantity is not the issue. It is who it is that my worship and acknowledgement is going towards. See, if we understand that God is our, the receiver of our worship, God is the receiver of our prayers, actually God is the inspirer of, of worship and praise. We're only giving back what God has already given to us. He's given to us love, so we offer our love back. He's given to us forgiveness, so we forgive, and we have that relationship with God. So what else we have here? Come before him with singing and with joy. So the, the customary thing, uh, I believe, is that we kind of wait for the situation. How's your day been? Well, you know, it's like uh, one lady, you ask her how, how her day's been. She says, well, it's been great. Um, everything that I've wanted to do today, I've done. I, I can't think of anything else I'd want to do. But I'm about to get out of bed, and I think <laughs> I, I could have a need. So, <laughs> you know, there's a lot more to it, but I, I cut it short. That was the first thing I cut short in the sermon, huh? That got a laugh. Thank you very much. All right. So, acknowledge. All expressions of praise have faith as their base. Acknowledge. Here we, you know, we talked about uh, praise here in the uh, acknowledgement that Torah, it means in Hebrew, to acknowledge. And here, the expression in verse um, 3, oh, verse 2 is where we're at. Worship the Lord with gladness. We did that. Come before him with singing with joy. Verse 3, acknowledge. Acknowledge. You know, it, it's a lost art, you know, opening the door, you know, stepping in front of somebody and saying, sorry, <laughs> that's not an acknowledgement. <laughs> you know, it's giving them, the, you know, cutting them off in traffic and blowing the horn at them for coming too close. Um, that's not the acknowledgement that we're thinking of here. Acknowledgement is that the Lord is God. God is God. <laughs> Acknowledging that he is the one who is in control of all things. He made us. Origin. Or, remember? Origin. How did we get here? He made us. And destiny. What am I going to spend eternity? Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we are his. Meaning to life, why am I here? I belong to God. I belong to him. So anything that affects me affects God. Now, uh, I, I was watching this individual who was criticizing the top 50 preachers in the United States. And what they did was they picked out snippets of things that people had said and then just took them out of context. And now some of them are not people that we should be listening to, I, I don't think. But some of them are, have very good ministries, and they do very well. But what, what this individual is doing is taking snippets out of what people said and blowing it out of proportion to be critical of them. Well, sometimes we do that with God. We, took it, we look at snippets of our life and say, well, if this is God, I don't want to have anything to do with him. But you see, you can't look at a snippet. You have to look at life as, as overall. We have to look at our life and understand the decisions that we've made in life to, that have brought us towards God or away from God. And who is ultimately responsible for those decisions is us. We have a choice. 
Now, I, I know the story, the illustration I, I use is that you go into a banquet and there's a thousand seats at the banquet hall and every one of them have a name tag, remember? Name tags turned upside down. You go around and make the choice where you're going to sit and when you sit down and turn their name tag over, your name's on it. God knew you would make that choice, but you still had to choose to sit there. And so in our life, we are choosing to acknowledge God. We are choosing to lift our hands, surrender, and we are choosing to praise him for all the wonderful things he's done. Now, it's, sometimes that's very hard, so that's why we have the Psalms and the Proverbs and things that we can read. These, this can be our song, our praise to God. He made us. We are his. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. Nothing can take us from his hands. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. <laughs> you know, sheep of his pasture. Um, there's a whole book on sheep. <laughs> and uh, sheep are kind of like us. They're, they're, they're just stupid. <laughs> you know? They're cute when they're little, jumping and stuff, and they're bouncing around. But if a, if a sheep is going along and somehow it lays with its feet up the hill, it'll die there because it doesn't, can't get its feet under it. It'll die because it's laying the wrong way. If, you get, if, a, if a, a sheep gets in, a, in the banks of a creek or whatever, it'll get the rounders, and it'll just walk in circles till it dies. And it, you can go down there as a shepherd, pull it out of, the she, out, of the, out of the creek and take it up. If you don't take it far enough, it'll, run, it'll go, still go in circle and fall back in. <laughs> you know, and, but some of the good qualities of sheep, they will hear the voice of their shepherd and follow. Most of our lives, people are following something or someone. And the challenge is for us to have faith in God to follow him. And what happens then, verse 4, we enter his gates with thanksgiving. We go into his courts with praise, and we give thanks to him and praise his name. So we find that these are expressions of acknowledgement. <laughs> they are expressions of praise, hands to God. They are expressions of thank you very much. And that's what the, 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 the writers were saying here through the, the Hebrew. That these are our translations of it. For the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever. That's our destiny. His unfailing love continues forever. So what we have begun with Christ is not going to ever end. We have ups and downs, difficulties and falls and breaks and challenges. Does, we're going to spend an eternity with Christ. That's our destiny. So between now and then, we have to recognize that we are to be thankful. We are participants in this walk with God. He is not the dictator. He is the shepherd who calls our voice to follow. And what happens is we choose. We choose to follow the path that is laid before us, or we choose to go a different direction. And the, the last psalm that I want to read is Psalm 100. And it says, Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all ye lands. <laughs> um, this is, the Message Bible says, 
on your feet now. Applaud God. Serve the Lord with gladness. Messages. Bring a gift of laughter. Come before his presence with singing. Sing yourself into his presence. God doesn't even mind if you're off key. That's my excuse. Uh, Verse 3. Know that the Lord, he is God. God is God and God, God. It's like, there is none higher. There is no greater name than God. In the beginning, God created. There is no, there is no, um, description of God. Is there, you know, there's no, like, God has been here forever, and therefore, no, it's God, it's God is God, he is here, it's all, you know, set, it's set in eternity. Okay, go, go on. It is he who want, he, it is he who made us, and not we ourselves. He made us, we did not make him. See, we're not making God up. That's a fallacy, that's a lie. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. We are his people, his well-attended sheep. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Enter with the password. Thank you. And into his courts with praise. Make yourself at home. Talking praise. All the good things. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Thank worship. For the Lord is God. Excuse me. For the Lord is good. God is sheer beauty. His mercy is everlasting. His mercy is all generous in love. And his truth endures to all generations. God is always loyal forever and ever. (laughs) So he's loyal to you. You are the sheep of his pasture. He wants us to acknowledge, praise, lift our hands, and thank you very much. Thanksgiving. So when we're sitting around the table (laughs) or talking around, be, be thankful. What is it that we can thank God for? And what is it that we can be grateful for? And the things that are not so great, how do we want them to turn out? We can pray to God for that, for that to happen. Origin, God created the heavens and the earth. Meaning, why am I here? You're God's child. He wanted you to be here. Morality, how should I live? We live close to God. Have his spirit and his love. Don't steal, don't kill. Don't, you know, all those don'ts of the, of the commandments. But you do all those things for a purpose. You know, always remember, the, the commandments are given to protect us and to guide, for, for protection and for provision. God wants to protect you from evil and provide for you to do good. And destiny, <laughs> when I die, it's an eternity with God. And that's something to be glad about. Amen? Amen. Father, we do thank you. We acknowledge you for all the good that you've done in our life, for the the goodness of being able to have freedom to make choices, to be here, to open our hearts to you, to have family and friends and travel and all the things that 
we just seemingly take for granted. But God, we want to thank you for all the good things you've brought into our life, how you've watched over us and kept us. And we thank you for the, the needs that present themselves. We know, God, you are the great healer, the great physician. You are the great provider. You are the one who sustains us. And Lord, we just offer the needs to you with thanksgiving. We acknowledge you. We thank you very much for the provisions that you've given us and for the opportunity we have to pray that you can make all things new. You can heal our bodies and restore us. Thank you, God, for touching our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.